This is Vision View Sports Radio. Welcome to uh, Vision View Sports Radio. The name of the show is uh, Ringside, and I'm pleased uh, uh, that we're joined on the line by the WPF president, uh, Mr. Howard Goldberg. How are you, Howard? I'm good. How are you doing, Peter? Um, I'm fine. I'm fine. And thanks very much uh, for, for, uh, for joining us. Uh, Howard, just to clarify some few things. Firstly, you are the WPF president. Is that right? I am. For my sins, I guess I am. Yeah, now I am. Yes. And then the organization itself, where is it based? The, the well, WPF. We, our, head office, our head office is based in Belgium. Yeah. We have a main office in Germany. And I have a little small office here in Cape Town that I work from. But we, we be based and we registered in Belgium and our head office is in Germany. Okay. And just for clarification, I, I, WPF, does it stand for World Boxing Federation or, or World Boxing Foundation? Okay. Uh, when you say the word foundation, it makes me cringe. <laughs> we, the, we are the World Boxing Federation. Yes. It was started in 1988 by Larry Carrier in the United States. Yeah. It was restructured. There was a, there's a long history of the court case of Bash Ali, and it was restructured in 2008 mm-hmm. um, with many very distinguished uh, boxing administrators in Europe. And they asked me to be the president, which was... Uh, I guess a feather in my cap and a, a privilege, and yeah. it made me very proud as a South African to preside over a sanctioning body. hundred uh, percent. It's it's an honor, really, yeah, to be uh, to have a South African as a as as the president of a world uh, um, organization uh, like like the WPF. So, Howard, tell me now. Uh, so, the, since its inception, how long have, have has WPF been uh, running? Well, if, if you start from 1988, many, many years, but since 2008, in the last 14 years, we've averaged about between 60 and 80 title fights a year. Yeah. So if you do the math, 14 times 80 is about, we've had about 1,100 fights in the last 14 years. 100%. And then, uh, now tell me now, the um, in terms of world world uh, champions, South Africa, I'm sure, firstly, on, uh, congratulations on uh, uh, on Sunday, when Tato Bonokwane won the uh, WPF uh, Junior uh, Featherweight uh, uh, title, um, you, uh, right. you, were, you were there, apparently. The- I was there. It was a very tough fight for Tato. Yeah. And um, he fought a, uh, an Argentinian. You know, to, I have a, a, a philosophy and a policy within the WPF. There's no easy fights for world titles. You've got to fight quality fighters. Yes. And Diego Ruiz, just for the record, had a draw in, in England, and if you draw in England as an Argentinian, you can read between the lines, it probably won. Mm. He drew with Lee McGregor, who was rated number eight in the world at the time. Um, and his only other losses, he lost to Michael Condon, who's a top ten fighter in the world. Uh, he's been stopped once. He's a very dangerous fighter, and Tato said to me afterwards, the hardest fight he's ever had. But he fought well, and he, he was a deserving winner. I personally had him a couple of points ahead, uh, the same scorecard as Eddie Marshall. And Tato's gone from strength to strength. You know, he was a, we had a frank discussion, you know, me and Tato at one point. And I said, you're not taking boxing seriously. You're a talented fighter. He was losing fights to people he should beat. And then he changed round. He had a very tough fight in his last fight against an unbeaten uh, uh, Filipino who was 17 and 0 at the time. Um, and he came through that with an excellent knockout, and now he's a world champion. 
100%, absolutely. Now, you speak about uh, his um, um, opponent, Ruiz, right? Right. Uh, uh, when I check his record here, I see that uh, he lost his last, his last fight. His he lost fight. his last fight to Jack. Yeah, that's correct. He lost his last fight to Jack Batson, who's a, also a top fighter. Yes. Um, he lost on points, and my committee, he was put forward to our sanctioning committee. They approved based on who he had lost to. Um, and we knew it would be a tough fight. We knew it would be a quality fight, and it was. Um, it was it was worthy of a world title fight, and both fighters gave 100%, and Tato won. We've got another world title fight coming up uh, next month. Equally tough fight for yes. Ronald Melindy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, no, no, no. I was just asking about that uh, because I'm, there are some, some people who are asking and saying, um, on what basis did Ruiz uh, qualify for a world title when he lost his, 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 his last fight? Shouldn't his opponent who beat him should have qualified to fight for a world title and not Ruiz? You know, there's, there's a lot, you know, Peter, there's a lot of uh, politics in boxing and mm. one has to sort of be a little bit more investigative when you come to opponents. You have to look at who they fought. I remember they brought an Argentinian once to East London to fight. He was 21 and 0. And I was sitting next to Daryl Ribbink and I had Daryl Ribbink a bet. Mm-hmm. I said, the Argentinian doesn't last one minute. And Daryl looked at me quizzically and he said, oh, you're crazy. He's 21 and 0. You know, he's got 19 knockouts. I said, have me the bet. And we had a little bet. First body punch, he went down. Hmm. And when you looked closely at his record, he had fought complete bums and novices and debutants. And so it all depends on the quality of your, your opposition. You know, a guy like Anthony Joshua can lose a fight. It doesn't mean he can't fight for a world title next. It all depends on the fighter and their quality and the opposition and who they fought and their rankings, etc. We were happy. My committee were happy. We weren't thrilled that he had lost his last fight, but mm. he'd lost to a really quality fighter. So, and Jack Batson was a world-class fighter fighting for a world title next, apparently. Okay, but like I asked now, couldn't uh, Jack uh, Batson, who beat uh, Ruiz in this last fight, uh, have qualified uh, for the world title? What about him? Why not so, him fight for the yeah, world title? You're 100% correct, except he's contracted to another promoter who had already oh. fighted for a world title. Yes. So... You know, it's complicated. You know, it's not so simple that, you know, the guy who beat him. Yes. Promoters sign people. They have contracts with other sanctioning bodies or our sanctioning body or or different fighters and other promoters. It, 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 it's not that simple. Oh, okay. And uh, the title, this title that they were fighting for, the WPF Junior Featherweight title, um, yeah. was it, it was vacant, right? It was vacant. It was held by a Mexican who was overdue, and uh, it was vacated. We don't use the word stripped. It's a horrible word. It was vacated. Oh, we spoke to the Mexicans. They agreed. You know, the, he, a guy was injured. He wasn't fighting for the next 12 months, and we vacated it to fight for, to, for, for Tato's fight. Okay, that's how the title became vacant. How many South African WPF champions do we have currently? We have at the moment, we have two champions. We have uh, Ayanda Nkosi who I'm hoping is going to defend in December. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's way overdue. We've given him a lot of leeway, you know, with COVID and with, uh, with, with worldwide recessions and inflation and the, the war in Russia and a million other things. Um, he might be fighting. It might, I don't want to say anything yet, but we might have a major South African matchup on the 2nd of December mm. with Ayanda Nkosi and another lightweight and, 
you can read between the lines maybe and work out who it might be. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but if that does happen, I'm looking forward to that. That'll be a cracker. Absolutely. And then the second one, the other, the other one you said we have three. Who's the other? Well, other no, we have two. Oh, we two. Have two. We have Tato and and uh, we have our younger. And of course, we've got Ronald Melindi fighting for a title soon. Yes. Uh, against a Mexican who is part of Canelo's uh, squad. Mm-hmm. And I've been told by my Mexican representative, Ronald Melindi thinks he's going to win the Dream Lab. Yes. So, and of course, you don't. Nobody gets into the Canelo squad unless you're a seriously good fighter. Of course, we have to be super special uh, to belong to that uh, camp. And Howard, now tell me now the the champions because you no, know, there's okay. Obviously, the 17 divisions uh, in in boxing. Uh, does WPF have all the champions in all the, all those divisions? No, we don't. We've got a couple of vacant titles. Mm. Uh, if I work, if I was work down from the top, our heavyweight titles being fought for in Canada in two weeks' time. Jun Long Yang, a, a Chinaman with a record of twenty and zero, is fighting for our title. Mm. We have our cruiserweight title that was supposed to be fought for last week, mm-hmm. but the opponent uh, pulled out at the last minute in Germany. That will take place in France on the second of December. I'm just looking at my schedule. Mm. Uh, we have a light heavyweight world champion. We have a super middle. We have a middle. Um, all the way down, we've got at the very low weight, the, the straw weight, the mini fly, the fly, those are vacant. Yeah. The featherweight is vacant, but that's going to be fought for as well. So our lighter weight divisions are, are we have a couple of vacancies, mm. um, but we don't want to fill it with, you know, we don't want to fill it with people who are not good enough to fill it. Exactly. We exactly. want quality, we want quality champions. We don't want. We don't want champions. We want quality champions. Yes. Howard, just tell me now, what's your opinion now on, um, you know, the criticism on boxing, that boxing has become an alphabet soup. You know, we have so many titles, WBC, WBF, you know, all the acronyms. Um, well, what, what, what is your feeling about that? It's a very interesting question, Peter, because we at the WBF, we don't want a lot of titles. We have four different titles, that's all. We have a world title, and we go down to the next level, an intercontinental, an international, and a regional, and that's it. There's no silver, there's no green, there's no North Static, whatever. You know, there's there's funny titles coming up all the time. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the things that I think is ridiculous, and of course other sanctioning bodies will shoot me down in flames, but that's okay. Is that if there's 17 weight divisions, mm. there should be 17 world champions maximum. Yes. And some of the sanctioning bodies have got 35 world champions. And if you do the maths, I mean, that obviously is crazy. Mm. And you have a world champion and then a super world champion. And then you have a, a gold world champion. Yeah, and and uh, I think, I think franchise champion the, and all that, yes. I think it's time that the sanctioning bodies, us included, and we, I mean, I think we lead in actually in this way, go down and reduce the number of titles within that organization. I'm not saying the different weight divisions, I'm saying the titles. Mm-hmm. So, have if you want four or five or six different titles, that's okay. But when you're having ten or eleven or twelve, it becomes a mockery. Yeah, um, yeah but and uh, you know, I, I, I don't want to talk about uh, sure, sure, you know, sure. my opposition. But yeah. there's there's an organisation where the two champions have the same have the same belt, except mm. one is a a north belt and one is a south belt, and it's it just it's just. Crazy, ridiculous. Yes. 
uh, how what I was referring more to um, different organizations like yeah, you got WBF, you got WBC, you got IBF, yeah. you got IBO. Is there? Is, I remember some stage uh, WPC um, wanted to have a, um, a a conference of some kind where all the organizations come together to decide now to say, guys, can we really clean up uh, the sport? Because really, with uh, so many t- uh, world titles, different bodies. Like right now, for instance, there's a WPF uh, champion, there's a WPA champion, WPC champion, IBO champion in the same division. So I'm just I was just talking about that and saying. Um, Cleaning up the yeah. sport of boxing shouldn't really. Where should we be looking at now? Because we've got so just just too many world champions belonging to different organizations. I think in a perfect world, Peter, in yeah. a perfect world, yeah. we would have one world champion per division. Yes, it's no longer a perfect world, and it's become boxing has become a business. And the one thing that I'm very proud of, we're a non-profit organization. It's that. You know, people say, oh, you know, Howard Goldberg must be earning a fat salary. I don't get paid a salary. Mm, mm. I do it for the love of boxing. I yes. do it because I want to help uh, fighters. I have a passion for, for South African boxing. I want to send officials overseas. We, we're a small organization compared to the, the big two or three, and yet we're sending more officials overseas than, than they are. Mm. Uh, the WBF put 150,000 rand into gyms in, in Kailicha. We're a non-profit organization. Mm. We want to help SA Boxing. I'd like to see the other sanctioning bodies come to the party in South Africa and say, you know what, we'll put some money in the gyms in, in uh, Kailicha or in Soweto or wherever. You know, it, it doesn't happen. Yes, so, yes. Um, you know, it's become a business and fighters are making money, promoters are making money, the TV networks are happy mm-hmm. and it's not a perfect world. You know, it's, it's the way it is. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think what, what's also important is that the boxing public can decide. If you have a, a sanctioning body called Mickey Mouse mm. and they put on a, two guys with negative records, no one's going to go watch. Yes, yes. So the, the public will decide on what's a good fight and what's not a good fight. And, of course, at the end of the day, if I asked you, and you, you're a knowledgeable boxing guy, if I said to you when Sugar Ray Leonard fought Johnny Lalonde, what title did they fight for? Nobody remembers. Mm, mm, <laughs> and that's, that's the, the irony. Yes. You I remember. Yes, I remember. Yeah, the, I second, mm. the second fight between Duran and, and Hagler was a WBA, was a WBC. You know, a lot of people just remember, hey, that was a great fight. Yes. So... And the boxing is not a perfect. It's not a perfect world, and we're just striving to to assist South African boxing. Well, yes. South African boxing, African boxing officials, um, and we, we're doing the best we can to give opportunities, worthy opportunities to fighters who perhaps yeah. might not get those opportunities elsewhere. Would yeah. Tito Bonaquani have got a world title shot with the WBC? Probably not, mm. or maybe. He would have had to wait five years and climb up, but probably not. We've given him an opportunity to change his life around. We're making a difference in the lives of so certain people. Absolutely, absolutely, uh, Howard, and, and you are doing a good job. Now, right now, I mean, it is, uh, it's, it's known that, okay, fine, we are, they're talking about the four-belt era, right? Uh, we, for instance, uh, if ever you win uh, WPC, WPA, IBF, and WPO, you are regarded as an undisputed champion. Canelo Alvarez, for instance, is, is, is one of those uh, um, uh, uh, boxers. Uh, yeah. But now, where does that leave uh, the WPF now? Because uh, 
yes, Canelo is undisputed. That means like, you know, he's, no one can speak of any, anybody else. And yet WPF, if I understand it correctly, you do have a, a WPF super middleweight champion. We have a super middleweight champion. Mm-hmm. Um, we, are, to be very honest with you, we, we are not yet in uh, the league of the big four. Mm-hmm. Ethically and morally, I think we're way ahead, but that's a different discussion, and uh, we won't go into that. But when it comes to women boxing, I think we are we're near the top. You know, it's, we are. We had Clarissa uh, Shields is fighting; she's held our belts as well. We had uh, Holly Holm, who was the number one fighter in the world for our title, Christina Hammer. Um, you know, net, networks determine a lot of things. Yes. And when you've got American networks and you've got the the Bob Arams and you've got uh, Eddie Hearn in the UK, you know, things don't always work out 100%, but it works out for the TV. What the TV wants, these top promoters give them. And credit to the top promoters. I mean, they put on the, the big fight mm. and... You know, it, um, our super middleweight is not Canelo, and yes. maybe one day, hopefully, he it might be. But mm. we keep working, we keep trying to to strive for 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 being better, for being professional. We don't cut corners. We're very transparent. Um, you know, nothing happens under the table with us as it does with other sanctioning bodies, mm. certain mm. sanctioning bodies. And we're we're ethical, and that's what we want to be. We want to be professional we want to assist people yeah. we're in it for the boxing you're not in it for the money i can exactly. promise you that yeah. i would love to give my overdraft to anybody any of your radio listeners who are listening yeah. Yeah. um and nobody gets paid in the w the only one who gets paid in the wbf two people get paid our website man and our secretary yeah last question so, from, uh, from my, yeah, yeah from my side um you spoke you, you did admit that uh, the wpf is not in the same league as the as, as the top four now the question is now: right. Are you striving to to uh, to be in that level? And would you like, for instance, at some stage, uh, to have a um, an undisputed champion who also holds a WPF title? Absolutely. We we keep striving. We keep making a positive inroads. Uh, we have a new promoter in the UK. We the UK is a very interesting uh, thing because they. They don't want the WBF in the, the UK. They only want the, mm. the big four. Yeah. And I have a list of promoters. I've got a list in front of me. There's seven names that I could give you, but I'm not going to do that yet, mm-hmm. who are saying we want you WBF title. Mm. And they're saying that the British Boxing Board are preventing them from earning an income and restraint of trade and et cetera. And now some of the promoters are saying to hell with the board, we're going to do the fight. The WBF sanctions it. We're going to do it. Yeah. And if the British Boxing Board say no, well, too bad. So, you know, and again, it, 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 for me, it's not for the, the commission or the British Boxing Board. It's for the public to decide. Yes, yes. If a promoter puts on a, a really good fight for one of our titles, if the, pub, if the public doesn't think it's a good fight, they're not going to go watch. Exactly. And if exactly. they think it's a good fight, and, you know, it's, uh, we, we're quite cautious when we sanction fights. And... You know, we want the fights to be good. We want people to to, to take us as seriously as we take ourselves. So mm. we are definitely moving in the di- the right direction. We're definitely adding value to to especially to South African boxing. Uh, we're giving opportunities and we're giving officials opportunities, and they're making money. And we're happy with our progress, and we will continue to strive for for being better and to help boxing. 
100%. Howard, thanks very much uh, uh, for joining us here on uh, Ringside Vision View Sports Radio. Uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll have some more talks uh, in in future. 100%. I'll see you in uh, Polokwani next month. 100%. Thank you very much, Howard. All right, Peter. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Sports Daily, every Monday to Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Do you know what's nice about football? Is that even if you don't get bored, no one has to know. Yeah, we'll just see you stay there. That's true. As opposed to cricket, now this auction situation. <laughs> we all see Slightly you were not injury. bought. Ah, I don't injury. like to us and tell us there were offers on the table. What offers? What offers? No, because you know when Sister Bettina start? All right. All right. <laughs> That means our youth. Oh, is that what it means? Yes. I had no idea. It means our youth. I would have said something completely left field from what it actually Really? Means. What do you think it was? Yes. Our youth. Our youth. Wake up to the freshest sports radio vibe. Monday to Friday. Monday to Friday.